Blog Talk Radio. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey, good morning, folks, and welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I am your host today, and I'm so honored when you spend time with me because, as we know, as an entrepreneur, small business owner, time is that one commodity that you just can't get back. So I'm always honored when someone spends time with me. And I am especially honored today uh, to have Joe Decker he on the show today. He is the small business technician. So Joe brings a wealth of business knowledge and experience that he has gained through his professional career to us. Uh, he recently retired as a director of the Small Business Development Center after 20 years. Joe, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Linda. How are you today? I am doing well. Boy, are these some crazy times or what? Let me tell you, uh, I've never, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm an old person, but I've never seen anything like it uh, yeah. or the impact that it's having throughout our nation and, of course, the world. It's yeah. uh, unprecedented times. Unbelievable. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. So, folks, for those of you listening um, to the recording, um, today is March 17th, 2020. So it's St. Patrick's Day, um, but it is also a time when we are um, facing worldwide, we're facing a pandemic of uh, the coronavirus. And on top of that, we are uh, in the U.S., we see the stock market taking a nosedive. And on top of that, we see the price of oil taking a nosedive as well. So all of those things impact the economy. The economy impacts the, the big business and small business as well. So today, Joe is going to give us some great information um, that I hope that no one has to use, but this is just some basic information about bankruptcy. What I want to say about bankruptcy is that these, are, these laws, the bankruptcy laws, were actually written uh, to give people whose finances um, – may need a sec may need a um a chance at a a a start over so to speak um so maybe it was whether it's poor decisions maybe the bankruptcy was due to medical expenses maybe the bankruptcy uh is due to um the economy so joe tell us a little bit about bankruptcy and um you know, I know there are different kinds, but when should someone consider declaring bankruptcy? At what point should they start gathering information about that? Well, Linda, first let me uh, let me tell you thank you for having me on your show. Uh, it is a very timely uh, event as was happening to our nation. 
And as you all know, uh, as you mentioned, large business, medium-sized business, and small businesses are suffering from the uh, from the major oil companies uh, to some of the food companies to uh, small businesses, restaurants, uh, bars, uh, things that provide livelihood to thousands, or should I say, millions of Americans. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that that today it would be a good idea to bring up information on some of the things that you may be doing during this period and because of this time. Uh, At the same time, we'll be talking about bankruptcy. We'll also be talking about the possibility of federal disaster loans to assist a small business and businesses that are affected by the, uh, by this virus. So uh, without any further ado, let me go into this. And uh, of course, if you have any questions, Linda, I'll be more than glad to answer them. Absolutely. Uh, Uh, Bankruptcy is based on federal law. This is not state law or county law or city law. This is federal law, federal government. And one of the things that happens to businesses during their period, you know, not all companies go through this or all businesses go through this. But sometimes because of lack of planning, lack of finances, uh, excessive competition, uh, personal problems, medical issues, the business owner begins to lose control of the company. And so, uh, like anything else, you, you, you're dependent on, on clients coming into your business or you're dependent on people buying your products and services. And for some reason, it's not going the way you planned. And so the debts begin to accumulate. Your creditors are, are demanding payment. Some of them are um, possibly maybe even taking you to courts to pay some of the debts and so it's becoming unmanageable. Uh, the beauty is, and our country has, is the idea that there, there is an arm that stretches out from the federal government to assist a business owner or owners in case they reach a situation where they're no longer able to pay the creditors or the debtors or the people that have demands on their business. And the reason for that is the government always would like to save a company instead of it closing its doors letting go of its employees and suffering the losses that uh, come with it as far as the value of equipment, the value of real estate, the value of of supplies and inventory. So uh, the owner decides it's time to to declare bankruptcy. I strongly recommend that you contact bankruptcy attorneys, which are authorized by the federal government to practice that particular specific part of the law. And so they're, they are well acquainted with the different types of bankruptcy, and they can handle your situation. They generally give you a list of things that they need to prepare to present the information to a federal court and a federal judge. And so once you select an attorney, a bankruptcy attorney, uh, he or she will then sit down with you and gather all the information that he or she needs based on his experience and knowledge in the bankruptcy field to present the information you have to a federal judge, a federal court. So once Joe, that happens... Me, Joe, uh, let me ask right. you this. We're, when we're talking about uh, a business taking bankruptcy, how does that impact the owner, um, their personal um, finances? Do they take personal well, uh, bankruptcy as well? No, no, no. No, 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 no. This is all, this is all, this is all business-related Mm-hmm. debt. However, there types of bank the, the different types of bankruptcies will protect your personal assets 
and then we'll get into that when we break down the different the different types. Okay. Uh, anyway, as you go, as the attorney presents your bankruptcy filing to the federal judge, the federal judge approves it. Now you have 120 days. Uh, if you, depending on, if you want to continue operations and you want to continue your business and you think you can pull it together, if the debtors would just be held back uh, so that you can direct whatever cash you have to your business. Uh, what an attorney will then recommend is a Chapter 11 bankruptcy. In the Chapter 11 bankruptcy, what happens is the judge says, okay, uh, Mr. John Doe, uh, you filed for bankruptcy. You're having trouble paying your, your, your creditors, your debtors. They're giving you a hard time. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take over your, we're going to take over your business. I will run your business and I will put the creditors at bay. They'll work out a plan where you pay a a certain percentage or maybe nothing for a certain period of time to allow you to be able to generate the cash to continue to operate and open your doors and buy your inventory and take care of your clients. And what happens in many cases is the judge says, okay, uh, you've decided to do this. We're going to go at Chapter 11. I need a reorganization plan from you and your company. So you have to sit down with your accountant and your, your people and put together a plan to show the judge how you're going to come out of this financial crisis. The judge will give you time to do it. You have 120 days to, to file your, your reorganization plan after you file for bankruptcy. And then if you file it within those 120 days, the court will extend another 180 from the original bankruptcy filing. So they're giving you time to put together a plan. So many times when you're listening to the news on TV or something like that, they say, well, so-and-so company filed for bankruptcy. Nine times out of ten, it's Chapter 11 to reorganize the company, give the owner time to put together a plan to, to keep his company alive. That plan is submitted to the judge. The judge will review it, and if he accepts it, then you've got, you've got a clear field to try and save your company without declaring complete bankruptcy. So that gives you an opportunity to save your – now, in some cases, uh, they'll file a Chapter 11, and they'll, they'll give them three or four or five, six months. Um, but the company is so bad in the hole, the owner is giving up. He decides that it's better to close the business. So then he, his, he and his attorney will apply for a Chapter 7. Chapter 7 is complete closure of the business the selling of all the assets, and shutting down operations. Uh, What the bankruptcy court does for you, it protects your personal assets, your home, your vehicles. It gives you the opportunity to continue to operate or maybe uh, look for another job, continue another livelihood, look for a way to survive. But the federal court takes over, and whatever sells all the assets of 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 the business, it sells all the assets, and takes that money and splits it among the creditors. Whatever money is left over, if there's any left over, that money will be refunded to the owner of the business. So you see, in a way, you protect your personal assets. In a way, you may get something back from your company. But as far as that company is concerned, it is completely out of business and can no longer generate any activity within the state of where it occurred. So... uh, Chapter 7 is complete closure. Uh, Chapter 11 is reorganization. And so those are the two most common uh, 
bankruptcy type uh, 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 programs that are available. Now, a lot of people may not; they may be an employee of a company and they get in trouble with medical issues or extensive credit card debt or maybe a divorce or something happens that affects their ability to pay their regular credit cards and their regular uh, individuals uh, business contacts. And so they need to have a way to protect their personal assets. And that is chapter 13. Chapter 13 is pretty common. Uh, you need an attorney to file. And of course it, uh, it gives you time to, uh, of course, it pays your creditors if it can, but it protects your personal assets from takeover. So those are the three most common types of, of uh, bankruptcy proceedings. Uh, now, when you, declare, when you declare bankruptcy, there's other things that affect you in the future. For instance, uh, if you try to get an SBA loan from, from the, the SBA guarantee loan from the government, the SBA has a seven-year moratorium from the day you filed to seven years. After seven years, they will again consider your request to be able to get an SBA guarantee loan for a loan with the bank. Banks banks have a 10-year period, a 10-year period that uh, if you have bankruptcy, they will not, uh, they will not give you uh, authorize a loan because they feel that uh, you have gone through some very difficult financial times you probably still have some debt and so they decide that it's best to give you a little bit more time the other thing that bankruptcy does not do it does not eliminate all debt it eliminates most unsecured debt credit card debt uh, uh, gasoline cars things like that but if you have a student loan that you've been paying on you still have to pay that loan the bankruptcy uh, decision will not affect the debt on the student loan uh, if you're paying for child support, you've got to continue to do that. Uh, some of the taxes can be taken over, but some, but most are not. So taxes are continue. And then, of course, you also have to remember that uh, you have to, uh, if you have debt that you incurred by fraudulent means, and you are under either civil or uh, civil penalties, those will not be removed by bankruptcy. So. Basically, uh, the bankruptcy program is a very good program. It's gone through changes over the years uh, from the Congress of the United States. So it's a good idea to go and find an attorney that you feel comfortable with, that you know, who's had at least maybe 5 to 10 to 15 years experience in the field uh, so that he or she can then guide you through this period. Now, at one time, in this country, it was a bankruptcy was the kiss of death for a business right. or a right. person. Those, those aren't that doesn't exist anymore because of our times. They're very turbulent. You know, we deal with world competition. We've got all kinds of issues. For instance, this virus uh, affecting all all businesses in the United States in some ways. And so, this is no fault of your own that this uh, virus is affecting the general public. And so the government understands that and says, you know what, we're going to give all these people, these small business owners, a chance to survive this program. Now, they haven't implemented it yet, but I'm sure they will. Uh, my recommendation is that if you have any questions on this disaster loan program, uh, you contact the local SBA office, and I'll give you that number. It's 713 773 
6580. I mean, 6500. They may not have the program in place yet, but I did hear it uh, on one of the addresses by President Trump that they were considering uh, putting a program together. And of course, this is much different than a hurricane loan, uh, hurricane damage uh, loan where your business was flooded or your home was flooded, your cars were flooded, your trucks were flooded. There was physical damage. There's no physical damage in this case. It's financial damage. And so they will have to restructure their loan program to cover that. Let me ask you, Joe, um, do some of the business insurances cover loss of uh, revenue in a case like this? It, it depends if you have that specific insurance program in place. Like anything else, you have insurance for just about every facet of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I'm not aware, I'm not familiar with any insurance to cover financial losses, but there could be, could very well be. Mm-hmm. As long as you signed up for it, then you have it. And this is a good example of, of this happening. I mean, uh, restaurants and bars that depend on people. Uh, you know, we've got laws across the United States. Well, not laws, but recommendations from governors and mayors and the president to stop some of these mass gatherings uh, in bars mm-hmm. and restaurants. So those things, I mean, if you look at, you know, we live in, I live in Katy. I watch Channel 2. And you can see the streets in some of these restaurants, there's no one there. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's going to be for another probably month, month and a half until this thing blows over. So, uh, you know, there's no money coming in. Uh, yes, there's still catering and takeout, but that's a small percentage of a bar's income and a restaurant's income that has you know, patrons that consistently visit, you know, for their services. Right, right. Uh, Joe, we need mm-hmm. to take a quick commercial break here, but when we come back, could you maybe give us um, an example of maybe somebody that you know that has gone through this process and how they uh, navigated through that? Sure. Be more than glad to. Great. Thanks. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to hear more from Joe Decker, the small business technician. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Have you ever been moved by a speaker who touches your heart? What are the unique talents that set them apart from other speakers? Do they have some magic formula for connecting? Do you want to become that kind of speaker? Dr. Vicki High and Linda Biastetos have a winning combination to present speakers that want people coming back for more. Together, they command a room, engage with audiences, and value laughter as a means to educate, inform, and entertain. If you'd like to learn from these two experts, join us to become a speaker who leaves the stage with Love That Speaker on everyone's lips. Email us at lovethatspeaker at gmail.com for more details. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Do you know a family fighting cancer? 
The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Joe Decker is here today. He's the small business technician. And we're talking about bankruptcy. And um, we're in a very... Um, we're in unknown territory, wouldn't you say, Joe, that this has never happened before and many businesses, they don't know what to do. It's a, it's a very, uh, I can say a very dangerous time, not only for the individuals, but for the businesses and for the, uh, the clients. I mean, uh, everyone is affected by what is taking place. And so it's important that uh, if you're a small business owner, whether you have a bar, a restaurant, or provide a service or a product to the public, uh, and you find yourself with uh, zero uh, revenues at this time, and you know that you may be uh, getting into trouble financially to cover your debt, your loans that you may have, your employee payroll, taxes, and things like that, it's a good time to start thinking about uh, a proactive action in, on your part. You might want to start looking uh, in, in, in the computer for uh, – uh, uh, attorneys and bankruptcy attorneys and make some calls. You might want to call the SBA uh, at the number I gave you, uh, 713-773-6500, uh, asking about disaster loans for this particular problem. So, yes, I mean, I, I know I know, I can imagine uh, what you're going through right now, uh, thinking, trying to put things together. What's your next step? Uh, how are you going to handle debt, uh, family income, uh, car loans, home loans, mortgage loans, uh, things like that. So my, my point is it's best to be proactive. Uh, you can't change this virus problem. It's going to be with us for a few weeks. So knowing that it's better to prepare, it's like, hey, uh, let's get the life preservers on, on the boat. Let's get these things ready to launch them because it's going to be a long haul. And uh, we need to be able to do the right thing. So my my whole thing is to all of you out there, stay positive. Start doing this this homework on bankruptcy. Start preparing the things that you have in your company to present when this program begins. Uh, and and uh, I was involved at some extent with this program when Hurricane Harvey hit, and I was with the University of Houston. And so I pretty much know some of the things that will take place. Um, as I said, this is not physical damage. It is financial damage. So the SBA is going to have to tailor that disaster loan to that situation. And mind, mind you, 
This, these loans will be direct loans from the government to you, from the taxpayer of the federal government to you. Uh, banks will not be involved. They may process some of them. The SBA may have different centers throughout the city like they did during Hurricane Harvey, processing information to be able to see if you qualify or not for these loans. But, I mean, but the beauty of our country is it's a, there's a helping hand, and that helping hand is reaching out, will be reaching out shortly to assist you. So start doing your homework. Start calling some bankruptcy attorneys to get information. Find out what they charge. Um, and I'll give you an example of a situation I was involved with, uh, with a company that had an SBA loan that had a small warehouse in Katy, and it moved out to to uh, further into Houston, and they built a beautiful building. It was an office combination warehouse building that would service clients from their warehouse, and they had people uh, with offices in, uh, in in their building, so they were serving both small business situations, uh, people with products trying to reship to other places and people looking for offices to operate the business. Well, like anything else, uh, the economy hit some skids. There were some storms. They got affected by it. They fell behind the eight ball. They couldn't make payment to some of their vendors and creditors. And so uh, we recommended that they hire an attorney. Well, they hired a bankruptcy attorney. And I'm not being critical of young, new attorneys, but uh, I recommended an attorney with a little bit more experience, a little more, more time. And sure enough, we got an attorney that was had been in business for about oh, 20, 25 years. And the information he requested was totally different from the information the younger attorney requested. So there were specifics that he knew were critical to make a good presentation at the federal court and able to get the reorganization plan. So they filed. They did get the reorganization plan. They put it together. Uh, the creditors were told to hold back. That gave them time for the company to recover and once again continue operations. Uh, they completed their reorganization period, and uh, they're in business to this day. So it was a helping hand that came out from the government to assist them to save their business. The government always wants to save jobs. That's a very important uh, factor. It's the creation of jobs means there's taxes to be paid, means that the business activity takes place. So the government is actually working with you to help you save your business and keep it in operation to keep paying your employees. Well, you know, one of the things things that uh, Mr. Rogers always said is look for the helpers. And even in this case, there are helpers out there, Joe. There, there are, um, whether it's a bankruptcy attorney or whether it is the local SBA. So the information that Joe gave you guys earlier, the phone number, that would be for the Houston area, SBA. So if you're in Dallas, be sure to check that out because other areas are going to have their own SBA. Right. This is a, the number I gave you is the Houston District Office. Okay. Very mm-hmm. good. Very mm-hmm. good. And the director, so, the district director, is uh, Timothy Jeffcoat. He is the district director, and he will have the latest information on the status of this disaster loan because of the uh, coronavirus. Very good, Joe. It, you know, you you mentioned that you had worked with a client. Tell us a little bit about some of the areas that you do work with clients in your consulting business. 
Well, Linda, basically uh, one of the one of the main things I do is I develop business plans for the clients. If the client is seeking funding at a bank or a credit union or a funding source, uh, they, uh, for instance, if you have a if you're coming in on a visa program to start a business, you have to have a, one of the items that the the program requires is a business plan. So I write business plans for to seek funding, to get loans, to uh, to operate a business. Uh, uh, the other thing that I do, I also have uh, a, a program where I assist clients repair their credit because if you're going to go look for a loan at the bank or a credit union or a funding source, they're going to look at your credit scores first thing they do, and they'll say if they're not if they're not high enough, you're going to have a problem getting that funding. And when I say not high enough, most banks will look at uh, will consider you at six six eighty, six ninety, seven hundred. Uh, after that, you're okay. But if you're below that, if you're in the uh, high 500s or low 600s, uh, you need credit repair. I provide that service. I'll be more than glad to assist you. I work with a company in East Texas that is very, very capable and has done great work and has improved the individual's credit credit scores within two or three months so they can be able to present good numbers to the banks. Uh, I also work with uh, 401k funding. If you're thinking of pulling out some of your money from your 401k uh, to start a business, uh, you know that if you pull it out without doing certain things, you're going to get hit with about a 30% penalty. And so rather than do that, I work with a company that works with 401k funding. Uh, We help you start a corporation and you transfer your funds out of your 401k uh, package and you're not penalized as long as the money goes into that program. So I've done a couple of those for people and they save a lot of money. Uh, I also work with, uh, you know, as you well know, we we do a lot of work with franchises, trying to find a franchise for an individual uh, or individuals that they can get in to be able to start a business. Uh, I also do business counseling. Uh, if you need to talk to me about a project or a program or you have an issue or you want to acquire a company or you want to expand your company and you want to talk to somebody for an hour, uh, the do's and don'ts or two hours, I do that. So I bring various services to, to the forefront. Uh, I'm bilingual. I speak English and Spanish and I've written business plans in Spanish for some people for, from Mexico. So uh, I have a variety of things that I can do to assist you and be more than glad to help you. Awesome. Now, Joe, if uh, someone's listening in there thinking, I need some help here, and I think um, Joe Decker may be the person to help me, how would they get in touch with you? Well, the simplest way is to get a hold of me on my cell phone. It's 832-876-7015. Or they can send me an email at Decker Griffin, that's G-R-I-F-F-I-N, at yahoo.com. And I'll be more than glad to uh, sit with you for a half-hour consultation to see what you're trying to do and see if I can help you. If I can't help you, I'll find somebody that will. I I believe in closing the loop for uh, business owners or would-be business owners. So uh, my mission is to see that everybody gets what they need and keep them going. Wonderful. Joe, to wrap up the show here, is there any piece of advice um, that you can share small business owners right now that may be facing, you know, they may not be in a crisis yet, 
but um, their blood pressure is probably going up anticipating that happening. Can you, is there any advice that you can give them that could offer them some, some kind of peace? Some kind of hope? Uh, well, yep. I've seen some of the interviews on the television station on business owners, and you can just look at look at them and see the stress they're going through and the right. questions they have regarding their business. Uh, I think the first thing, my recommendation is the first thing you have to do is, is first of all, ask God for help, say a prayer, mm-hmm. uh, ask him to help you with this, this, this period that we're all going through. And secondly, then begin your proactive action. In other words, you're not going to have clients coming in. You're not going to have clients buying product. You're not going to have these things. So this is a time to, uh, as they say in industry, pivot, pivot yeah. from closing your operation temporarily to preparing to get funding from the government if you can with this disaster loan. So get mm-hmm. your mind off the fact that these, this virus is destroying your business. Change your attitude to I'm going to get a hold of a bankruptcy attorney. I'm going to get a hold of uh, the SBA I'm going to get questions. I'm going to get information. And the things you can do to prepare when this program comes from the federal government is the first thing they're going to ask you to do is bring three years of your financial statements, three years mm-hmm. of balance sheets and uh, uh, P&Ls. They're going to ask you for your tax filings, three years of your tax filing. If you're an LLC or subchapter S, your personal as well as your corporate, uh, they're going to look at your credit scores. Uh, you want to gather as much information uh, financial information to present when these programs come to bear. And they will come to bear because President Trump has already mentioned that these are the things they're looking at. They have to do this to save the, econom- the economy of our mm-hmm. country and mm-hmm. all these personal businesses. So change your attitude from I'm in major trouble to I'm going to find a way to get out of this and hopefully I get this federal program going quickly, but I'll be ready with an attorney if I have to declare bankruptcy. It's not... And- the worst thing yeah. in the world, right. but sometimes it's the thing to do. Right, right. Okay. Great advice, Joe. One more time, if someone's trying to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you about this? Cell phone number, 832-876-7015. And I do take calls up to 10 o'clock at night. And my email is deckergriffin at yahoo.com. And we're ready to help you. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Joe. I really appreciate all of your knowledge, sharing your expertise with us during this period of time of uncertainty. And I look forward to having you back on the show again soon. Thank you, Linda. And you be very careful out there, okay? Absolutely. We're using sanitizer. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. I hope that you were able to walk away with a bit of uh, encouragement hearing Joe say that there's help coming. You know, the Calvary is coming, but you got to be ready. You got to be ready to receive their help. So if you're a restaurant, if you're a bar, um, if you own a bar, if you own a business where you're virtually having to shut your doors, Take advantage of that downtime. Joe says they are going to ask for three years of financial statements. Start getting that stuff together. Take advantage of this downtime. Be ready so when the Calvary gets here, then your your lag time, your wait will not be that long. 
So I, I hope everybody um, takes, takes heed of his, his advice and be sure to give him a call. Drop him an email if you want any more information than that. So again, uh, you know, I always leave you with a quote. Today's quote is, the greatest glory in living lies not in never failing, but in rising every time we fall. That was Nelson Mandela. So I can assure you there will be some scraped knees come out of this and some even maybe even a broken leg or a broken wrist here or there, because there will be fails. You know, we will have some failure here, but it doesn't mean that you've totally failed. You just have to get up, brush yourself off, put a Band-Aid on that little boo-boo, and get up and keep on going. Folks, thanks again for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.